Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Okay, everybody, this has been a long time coming. I am so excited for today's casual conversation on the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I am Deb Laflamme. If this is the first time you are tuning in, I just want to say thank you because I do know there are a million podcasts you can listen to. I promise this one is going to be one that blows your mind. Today's guest, one of my friends, who actually I've never met in person, but I don't care anymore because I feel like it's the kind of world we live in that sometimes your friends online become your good friends, right? So today I have Morgan Gist McDonald. She is the owner of Paper Raven Books. She is a powerhouse. I wanted Morgan with us today because Morgan um, is an inspiration. And um, she's someone that I always said, and I will still say today, Morgan, when I grew up, I want to be you. And I think we'll get a little bit into that conversation as this, as this podcast goes on. But Morgan, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your business? Deb, thank you so much for having me on. I at first was going to laugh and then was going to cry. So I'm already having a really great time. <laughs> um, yeah, such, such a joy and an honor to be here. Um, you're one of my best biz buddies. So just so glad to be here and, and to talk about marketing because that's my favorite. So, um, but a little bit about how I got here. Um, well, here is I own a publishing company, Paper Raven Books. We help people write, publish, and market their books. Um, we're an independent company and we partner with independent authors, right? So it's like all the benefits of self-publishing. Um, you get to keep the creative rights and the, uh, the, the creative vision, the legal rights and the profits, and we're the team that helps you do it. Right. Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a new model and it's something that we just sort of invented. We just made it up as, as we went along, but it's actually been amazingly successful. Uh, I had no idea I was going to go into publishing. I started out as an academic. I was going to be a professor of sociology. It, that was the wrong, <laughs> that was the wrong choice. <laughs> 22 year old me, I would be like, let's talk about what this could look like. Um, but I did, I was in a PhD program. It was not a fit. I ended up leaving after the master's. Uh, did some freelance editing based on, you know, like referrals, relationships I had from that grad program. And then eventually decided, I just love books. Why don't I just work on books? And yeah. it's really grown from there. And editing turned into publishing. And publishing, of course, has turned into marketing. So I'm, I'm learning so much. And I mean, now our company publishes, you know, 20 to 30 books every year. And it's just uh, been quite the ride. It's been amazing. And your personal life, you, you missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So while, while growing a business, I've also been growing a family. Uh, so we have four children, nine, seven, four, and two. And every time we have a baby, my business radically changes. <laughs> so yeah. they have definitely informed each other. <laughs> right, right. And I would say that, that that's a really big piece of this conversation is that while I don't typically just focus on moms with businesses, I do want to point out that she has grown this business while raising a beautiful, very young family who depends on her. And I love always how the, she always finds the bright side. And, and we were talking offline a little bit, but we just talking about the things that we can control and, to t and the joy that you get from being a part of things that you love. And Morgan, you just said like, I love books. So why was I trying to do other things? Why don't I go into business that has to do about books? And so 
Yeah, let's get started. Let's talk a little bit about your relationship with marketing and what it was like to grow Paper Raven Books as it's predominantly an online business, right? It is fully online. Yeah. So yeah. even our team is, you know, distributed. We're global. So everyone just logs in from wherever they are in the world. And our authors are all over the world. And these days publishing can happen virtually, right? You upload right. files essentially to Amazon or to Ingram Spark or these print on demand companies. Or even if you're working with a traditional printer, you send them via email, right? It happens right. online. It's just so amazing. Um, it is interesting that I have come to love marketing because I knew literally nothing about marketing. Um, yeah. The first, I guess I, I started freelance editing when I was in grad school in 2007. Yeah. And I worked solely on referrals until 2013. So yeah. I, did, I maybe had one of those like one page WordPress sites where it was like I listed my you know, hourly rate basically and kind of who I work with. But that was it. Like it was not marketing. It was just a page to send people to when they were referred to me. And um, then in 2013, I started my first blog where I was consistently, you know, every week writing a blog about writing <laughs> and, right. and editing and, and started, you know, put, you know, getting a social media account. I, we were paper raven editing at the time. I say we, I was actually just, I, I was a single <laughs> freelancer at that point, paper <laughs> raven editing. And I realized, oh my gosh, I know nothing about blogging or social media, what this is supposed to look like. And, but it was fun, right? So I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of interesting. Like I can choose keywords and, and that will get a little, you know, a few more visitors to my blog. And so it really has grown from there. But the, the more that I've grown my company, the more I've realized that I grow so much faster when I, as the owner, am invested in the marketing of the business. Like I'm really the, because I have the vision for the business, I also have to really think about our marketing, our customer journey from when they first find us to now. And, and so I have personally grown a lot in, in loving marketing. And now I'm trying to kind of give that to our authors. I'm like, authors, it's not just about your book. Like we can make this whole, you know, marketing plan with your book. <laughs> And, and so it's become a, a real joy and love of mine now. All right. So you're basically taking us on your own marketing journey. I love it. Because you said in 2011, you just had that one page WordPress site, which gained you referrals. Like if someone needed to look you up or send them somewhere, you had that very simple online store, I call it, right? A place yeah. they could visit you to learn more, which probably had a call to action. I mean, these are the little bitty things that you need. Very small, very inexpensive to be found. And now from, you know, eight years later, you could put, like you said, SEO and keywords on that one page WordPress site and be found even more than Morgan was back in 2011. So then from the one page site, and then you added the blogging component. And then you, you mentioned that you're really invested in the business, which means you need to be invested in the messaging mm -hmm. is really the marketing. That's a big game changer for small business owners, especially when they decide to start bringing on team members or outsourcing items in their business that maybe don't fill them up the way Morgan is talking about marketing. So Morgan, I do want to talk about when you were bringing on members of your team and the different um, roles or uh, job responsibilities that you assigned to them or even that you hired. Because I actually remember you bringing on someone and helping and they helped you kind of identify where they could best suit your business. Like they were helping to create their job, their core responsibilities because you were leaning toward their strengths, right? Like mm -hmm. 
person's really good at, you know, let's say, um, uh, I think, I, I, do you remember this story? I think it was someone, I don't, I hope the person's still on your team that was really good about, um, was it planning or like, um, Anyway, it doesn't matter, but you're allowing these, your, your team to help identify their strengths and where they fit in your business. So yeah. I love that as the owner of the business, you're not detaching yourself from the marketing and you're invested in it. So when I ask you, like, when I say marketing, what do you say? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say marketing? Uh, messaging, which is what yes. you said earlier. When you said messaging, yeah. I was like, that's it. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's the, the words spoken or written or, you know, flashing across the page, um, the words that describe who we are, who we serve and, and why we serve them. Yeah. Yes. And you know, it's like, I, if I could have said that myself, I would have said it just like that, but you always have a much more eloquent way of speaking. <laughs> so I, I love that because it is about who we are and you said who we serve and then how we can help them. I mean, it's, it's yeah. those three components. And I think a lot of business owners, uh, especially those that are doing it alone or maybe have a VA or two, they get overwhelmed and really um, think that marketing is sales. They, there's like a very deep mm -hmm. marketing and sales. And I mean, I remember 20, 25 years ago when I worked in, a, in an office and it was called the sales office and within the sales office, we did marketing. And so, yeah, so I understand that there's that, like that connection, that mindset that when you're marketing, you're selling. And I actually rarely use the word sale or sales or selling in my messaging or when I'm working with clients, because it is exactly what you said. It's the customer journey that you bring someone on so they get to know you better. So you get to know them better so that you can work together. Yeah, that's it. And the interesting thing is when you're doing the marketing well, or even the sales conversation, if you're like on the phone or, you know, yeah. sitting across the table from someone, all you do is you just ask them, you know, what is the problem that you're currently struggling with you? And then, you know, say, okay, well, would you like me to tell you how we help people in the same situation? Here's yeah. who we are. Here's who we work with. Here's how we help them. And then if it's a fit, they pretty much say yes. <laughs> it's not really a high pressure sales situation most of the time. Right. It's not even like how much does it cost or how long is it going to take? It's about, I believe in you and you believe in me. Mm -hmm. That's what I see. And you know, I'm really connected. And for some reason, I always have my eyes on the people I love like marketing. And I see that with you. I see not only how you build relationships with your future authors, but I watch how you take, um, you not even control of, but like you hold their hand through the um, publishing process, the marketing process, and you really help them make the most, if not more, of their book than they ever dreamed of. Yeah. So can we talk a little about the process behind working with you and your agency to get my book out to the world? Yeah, absolutely. And before we hit record, Deb, you and I were talking about this, like the, the, most authors, their focus is on the writing, which we agree with, right? We believe in high quality books. We want to help you write sort of the most powerful book possible. We want to help get your bold message onto paper, right? That is absolutely a core part of, of what we do. But most authors sort of stop there. They assume that once they have, you know, the book written, and then it's just a matter of like what cover design and, you know, you print it and there you go. There's the book. Well, publishing is slightly more complicated than that, but that's, that's kind of where we stop. But what we are 
um, encouraging and empowering our authors to realize is that the book is really the beginning of being an author, right? And so when we are helping authors to launch books, you know, we have a launch strategy that, that's basically marketing, right? It's their very first marketing campaign with their book. And we help them to see how they can put together, you know, their launch team, you know, yeah. a, a group of five, 25, 50, hundred people, you know, we've worked with all range of launch teams. Um, just people who believe in you, who are willing to read an advanced copy of your book and leave a review on Amazon, right? So like yeah. that's one piece of that marketing strategy. And then another piece is sending out emails to people who might just be interested in knowing that you have a book. And then another piece is social media posts. You know, what, what kinds of social media posts are going to be shared? How can we make sure that that social media, social media post, um, you know, links to the book when it's live? Uh, we found that quotes are really powerful, like a quote from the book. And then in the copy of that post, you know, we'll, we'll put the, the excerpt, right? So if you take an excerpt from a book, you put five to 10 words sort of on a quote image, and then the rest of the excerpt is in the post. And then you link to the book, like that's actually pretty effective in, in share, like making a shareable post. You know, we talked to people about like getting onto a podcast interview as well. So uh, depending on how they're working with us, either we arrange for them to get on podcasts or yeah. we um, explain sort of that process of putting together a press kit, researching podcasts, you know, as, as you know, Deb, like you're being on, from the other side. Um, and, and really that, like these pieces, putting these pieces together with the author the launch team, the emails, the social media, the podcast, putting these pieces together is what helps the new author to step into their shoes as an author and to put words to their message, right? This is where their messaging really starts to become clear because suddenly they're like, oh my gosh, I'm writing emails, I'm writing social media posts, I'm talking about you know, the message of my book in a, in a podcast. This process of marketing is basically what turns them into an author in a really transformative way. So it's so interesting that you said like authors are focused on the book, right? That's what we want them to be. You want them to be focused on the writing so they can get their book out to the world. And I was thinking while you were saying that coaches, like coaches online and in person, they're focused on their clients and what, and what programs they're designing. And realtors are focused on the buyers and the sellers and store owners are focused on the products they're bringing in to sell and talking to their customers. But all of those examples, that's just a piece of it. That is, the, that, that is like your foundation. And that, unfortunately, isn't how you make whatever you're doing, whether you're an author, you know, making a book or you've got a program or you're, you're selling a home or you've got a product in a store. You've got to get people in wherever your world is to buy it. Mm -hmm. And the way that you've got to do it is by doing, is by getting your message out into the world. So the book while it's your story or your journey or your teachings, you still have to have that message beyond the book. Exactly. You know, the, the book is the product that you're selling. Yeah. Now yeah. The, a book is unique in that it has a lot of words in it. So there, there is messaging already in the book, but the sure. book doesn't sell itself. You know, I tell authors like your book doesn't have legs. It can't, right. it can't walk itself into someone's home, you know, and right. Me. right. So you like, you have to be the bridge to get the book from yourself yes. to the reader. And how yes. does that happen? Well, yeah, it's gotta be marketing. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I once did a masterclass for a large group of authors and illustrators. And one of the biggest aha moments for this group, and we were always on a video, like on a Zoom call, 
was I actually had a book next to me and I held it up and I said, this is your book. I said, do you want to hide behind it? Because if you hide behind it, it's never going anywhere. Mm -hmm. If you move the book and I visually, cause you know, I'm very visual. I moved the book next to me and said, now we're working together. The book works for me and I work for the book. Mm -hmm. It was like this whole big, oh my God. So when people hear my name, they'll think of my book. And when people hear, hear, think of the book, they'll think of my name. And it's like, yeah, you're an author and you've brought this beautiful product, like you said, to the world, but it's, it's going to sit right here on this shelf unless you walk along with it. Like you've got almost like a, a cartoon or a meme, like here's my book, me and my book, we're walking down the street, everybody about it. Like that's really honestly how I feel about authors is like, you've done all this work and you're going to expect the book to sell itself. It's like, it must, I mean, you can imagine what I would be like in a room full of your authors that are like, okay, here's my book. Now what? (laughs) We're going to have that room full of authors. What we're already talking about how we can, you know, partners in crime to to help. I love, no, I definitely, I definitely want to help your audience. So it, but the other thing I wanted to reflect back on Morgan was the customer journey. I love this um, in marketing. And this is actually great for anybody who can't figure out that, that piece um, of here's my book, now what, right? So I just want to share a little something that I think might be helpful for our listeners who have a product, especially if it's a book. So I always like to have, have people envision like a ladder leaning up against the wall. And if the ladder is sturdy on the bottom, right? Really sturdy, like not on gravel, not on grass, but has like a really good foundation. Like maybe the ladder has those like footings that you can flip to make them level, right? So that's like your product. Like you've got it. It's solid. It's there. But if the rungs on the ladder are broken, you can't get to the top. So step, each rung on the ladder is something else, another piece of message. So like you said, the quotes from the book, a podcast interview. Each of these are another rung on the ladder to get your customer to, you know, to get your book to your customer, which is at the top of the ladder, basically. So you can put that letter anywhere you want. Basically, you can't get across it if those rungs are broken or they're missing. So every little bit that we can do, whether it's a podcast interview or a, a Zoom call online on Facebook or email marketing or a quote card, right? All of these things that you, know, you could just reflect back on what it was like to write your book, where the inspiration from your book came from, how the cover got chosen, um, you know, who you dedicated it to. Like there's, I think of a book and like all the different chapters and all the different pieces and who you're gonna dedicate it to and wh- what inspired you and the colors on the cover and the title. All of these things, in my opinion, are messaging to market that book. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And there's something that you could talk about right? Yeah. So you don't have to just go and, and write the book and design the cover and, and then just put the whole thing out to the world. In, in marketing a book, you can actually talk about each of those individual choices yes. and why you felt it was important to you to title the book the way you titled it. Right. You chose the, the type of colors or typography for the design because as we know, once you get into designing a book, it's like there's so many options. Why do you yeah. choose? Um, yeah, exactly. You dedicated the book to a favorite you know, an excerpt from a favorite chapter, a, you know, all of these choices that went into the book, if you will talk about them with your audience, they're going to resonate. They're going to say, oh gosh, the way she described that is exactly what I'm, what I'm looking for, you know, and yeah. they may not even know that they're looking for a book, right? They may yeah. think that they're, they're looking for 
inspiration or help or stories or, uh, you know, any number of sort of things they're, they're yeah. looking for. And then they come across you and they're like, oh, this person's, you know, speaking my language. This person is sharing the stories I want to hear, is talking about the things I want to learn more about. Yeah. And, oh, they have a book. Well, then maybe I'll buy the book, right? People right. are not people are not necessarily going on and just saying, I need another book in my life. <laughs> they, right. they, they're looking for the book to, to solve some sort of problem, to um, help them alleviate some pain in their life or to provide some entertainment. And when they come to know you, their, their ears you know, are open. They're like, oh, this person really understands me, gets me. And ah, now I find out they have a book. That's yeah. amazing. Maybe I'll buy that book. <laughs> you know, it's more how the customer journey works. Right, right. And so, like, you can think of it as, um, and I just, I just thought of something, and I got excited when you were talking. That's what happens, right? I get, I get inspired. All right. So you can think of it as like, like I watch people. This is really funny. Paint all the time, or do pottery, or uh, cut, cut or decorate cakes, and like, I'm just like totally inspired by these people. It's all about the process for me as a consumer. And I would say that most, if not all of the people online, it's about the process as well. We do wanna see behind the scenes. We also do wanna be asked our opinion. So if you have a following of people that know you're writing this book or are in the industry that you work within, cause you know, you might have, the book is a piece of your business. It's not necessarily all of your business, but, but my, I would guess many of your authors have a business and now they're adding the book. Is that right? Yeah. yeah it's so, we're just trying, like some authors come to us with, yes, they've already got, you know, some coaching, some consulting, some sort of business products or, you know, backend products and services. Others, you know, they just think that it's the book and nothing else. And so then we have to sort of say, okay, yes, the book is sort of the beginning of your customer journey. And then you're going to continue to serve your reader yeah. in other ways too. So, so we kind of get half and half. Yeah, it's good because I think that's the beauty of it is some people don't have a book in them <clears throat> like me and hmm. it, but they but they have all these other things and like my husband tells me all the time all of those things that you share every day and all of your little shorties on your podcast why don't you have when someone transcribe them and turn that into a book like literally he's not even in my sphere and people are like you, everybody has I mean everybody has a book in them somehow whether you have a business or not whether you have a passion or not it's really about our stories. And so I just love conversation so much because that's what marketing is. Marketing is stories. I love that Gary's telling you to yeah. write a book. Actually, he's like, he's like, just get someone else to transcribe the words <laughs> already putting out into the world and that's your book. That's great. It's true because he knows, you know what? He knows me because he knows how much I struggle with just writing a blog post. He's like, mm -hmm. never write a blog, but you could, you could, you could voice a book. Like you could just, you know, put it into the audio and do it. All right. So back to you and your business. So you, we already talked about how the internet has really impacted your business, but how does it help your authors? Um, with like, how do you guide them? Like, I know so many of them are like afraid to show up online. So what are some things that your company does as an author is getting ready to publish or launch, or you want to help them get their little bit of like a sneak peek out? What do you guys do to help your authors show up online? Yeah. And honestly, this is something, uh, kind of a new branch of our business for us because for the first few years, um, I guess we've, technically been doing books for four going on five years. 
So it was mm -hmm. all about like systematizing and I shouldn't say systematizing, but like um, figuring out our processes for helping people to write books, you know, consistently and then the publishing process itself. And then now we have all these published authors and we're like, okay, now it's time to really step into the marketing. So the, the pieces we'd already had in place were around the launch, right? That one time marketing campaign for the launch of the book with the right. launch team, the email sequences, the social media, the podcast tour, um, those pieces. But then the question becomes, well, what happens after the launch? And um, this is something we're starting to, you know, coach people around to, you know, we're experimenting with, could we do this for people, with people? Um, do we have, you know, we have some courses that we give people access to, but <clears throat> some of the things that we encourage authors to do for long-term book marketing. And we use that term to differentiate. There's your, there's your launch. That's your sort yeah. of one-time book, book marketing. But yep. then we use the term long-term book marketing because we want to set your sights, you know, <laughs> further down the horizon. It's not about the one book. It's about, you know, the next 12 to 18 months after the book. Yeah. So um, something that we always encourage our authors to do is Heck, you can just basically relaunch a couple times a year. There's nothing to say that you can't just relaunch a book and it do exactly the same thing. Basically, it's like especially with ebooks these days, um, we like to play with that five-day free ebook promotion that Amazon makes possible. So we're like, heck, six months after your book launches, just do it again. You know, set the ebook for free. You'll have people in your world who didn't get the ebook for free the first time and, you know, run a promotion, you know, get people who will leave reviews while that ebook is free, send out more emails, you know, post on social media again. People who didn't get it the first time will want a second opportunity later on down the road. So right. honestly, like I tell my people, you know, if you're comfortable with it, you relaunch that book like once a quarter or at least once a year. And then it really becomes about also setting up those foundations, like the marketing foundations. And um, for me, that is choosing, you know, at least one social platform that you're going to show up on. And you, if you already have a social platform that you prefer, just go with that, right? There's, right. No, there's no reason. Like if you never go to YouTube, there's no reason for you to start a YouTube channel. Like this is, yeah, there, there are lots of people who do well on YouTube, but that doesn't mean it has to be you. Right, you right. Do on, you know, stay on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, stay on Instagram. Um, so pick that one platform. And then we really talk about um, forming relationships with the type of person who would enjoy reading your book. And when you're on social, you know, that looks like, first of all, having, I'm sure you talk about this already, Deb, with your folks, but you know, like your, your basic um, social profile, make sure that you look like a normal human being that people can tell what, what you care about and who you serve and how you serve them, like that foundation. And yeah. then it's really about going out and searching for relationships. You can use hashtags to find people who are posting about similar things. You can follow, you can sort of stock comment threads and find other people and follow them and yeah. just engage them, you know, in the, in the DMS and start building those relationships. And yeah, it's like, you know, man-to-man -man combat, but that's how we all start. That's how everyone starts. Yes. And, uh, instead yes. of thinking about it as like, I'm broadcasting to a whole bunch of people on this social platform. It's like, actually I'm using the social platform to, well, establish my identity, right? I'm a real person. And right. then I'm using it to go out and seek relationships with people who would be interested in reading my book. And that, that's really what we encourage our authors to think about. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. A, you, a couple of things I just want to recap because I think it's important to hear is you don't need to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and if you aren't already on a platform, then you don't need to pull that trigger. Let's perfect and really build strong relationships where you already feel comfortable because otherwise you're throwing yourself to the wolves. It's going to be harder. You're never going to do it. It's going to feel like work. We want your marketing to feel amazing. We want you to stand up loud and proud and talk about your product, your book, your, your signing event, whatever it is that you have coming up. We want you to feel so comfortable already in that space because it will make it easier. It will be more organic and those relationships will only get stronger and stronger. So I love great, great, great advice. So good. So let's talk about your marketing, Morgan. <laughs> what marketing strategy or platform has been a game changer for you? Yeah. So, um, this, the last like year and a half really has been a turning point in my marketing. So I will say that like the first few years of my business, I did focus on that foundational stuff, right? The, the making sure I was present on a few social media platforms. I'm usually on Facebook and Instagram and, um, making relationships there. I mean, Deb, you and I met online and right. as you said that yeah. earlier, I was like, we've never met in person. How is this possible? But it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Forming relationships like this, that, that was really the key focus of my business for several years. And then this last 18 months, I've been focusing more on kind of broadcasting to many, right? So I'm learning, I've been learning about um, Facebook ads and putting together, you know, freebies and opt-ins and, and bringing people into my world, seeing if they're interested in writing books and then serving them with nurture email sequences and webinars and, you know, um, smaller offers that might be helpful to them. So that is more what I would consider paid traffic. So I like right. to think of there's, um, I, in mentally I split marketing sort of into like organic marketing and paid marketing. And of course there's always overlap, but organic, I really see as like me going out and forming relationships or people yep. on my team. Right. So Amanda is one of our, uh, she's our, <coughs> so Amanda is our content marketing strategist, social media strategist. So she helps me right? you know, answer questions and get back to people. Um, so that's all organic. But then um, paid is really interesting. And I think it's especially interesting for authors because we can, you don't have to have a huge budget, but we can put Facebook ads out and target those ads to the type of person who might want to read our book. And one of the um, quote unquote funnels that I am most interested in for myself and for authors is this idea of um, getting some sort of like quiz or just interesting lead magnet that's free, right? It's a free experience um, that only your types of readers would be interested in. And then they go through this with you, whether it's a quiz, which is what I'm thinking about, you know, doing next, an actual like, you know, answer seven or 12 questions, learn more about yourself, um, that type of quiz, or just like a freebie lead magnet sort of experience. And then at the end, you say, oh, by the way, I have a book, right? Yeah. And so then you could offer them that book. And the reason I think that that sort of initial customer journey is important is exactly what we were talking about before. People are not out there like looking for books. You know, we see online, you know, free plus shipping funnel books, like get this book free plus shipping. Well, as it turns out, yeah, those can work, but most people are not looking for another book to put on their bookshelves, right? They're looking for information, stories, lessons learned. And so if you can meet them there first, help yes. them discover more about themselves, help them find more information on this particular topic, and then say, well, I've got a book that goes more in depth on this. I think that could be really, you know, just game changer for authors. Because imagine that our particular 
uh, issue in the author world right now is that um, Barnes & Noble is going bankrupt at some point. Now, I don't have insider trading information, but let's just, you know, the writing's on the wall and everyone is now um, purchasing books online. And so how do you get people to know that your book exists if your book is not in Barnes & Noble and they are not going to Barnes & Noble how are they finding books? Well, they're finding books on Amazon. And honestly, um, they are finding books online. They're Googling, they're looking, you know, they get a recommendation on Facebook, something like that. So if book buying now happens online, how are we going to sell books? And I think um, that we can actually put together a super small, simple, uh, paid traffic funnel where we target Facebook ads to our readers. We give them a free experience, you know, around what they want to learn more about or to experience. Um, and then we tell them about the book. And I think um, I've seen enough examples of this happening online where this is actually profitable, that you're yeah. selling enough books to make back the money um, that this could actually work. So that's something that I'm personally really excited about right now. Yeah, I love the quizzes. I actually have one in the works right now, which will be, which social platform are you? Oh, can I see your quiz before it goes live? Yes, of course. Um, it's so funny because it's all about listening to your audience, right? Knowing what they need from you. Like you said, sitting and having cover. It's not about a sales call as per se as it is more asking the right questions, right? And and hearing, really listening to the responses so that you can meet people where they need to be met. And, you know, we, we use the word journey a couple of times during this podcast. And it, a journey isn't a blip in time. A journey is over the course of time, whether it's a week, a month, six months, a year, uh, could be through a 30-minute video. Like, it's just not a second. It doesn't happen quick. And building strong relationships in person or online does take time. And so, you know, I really love that we keep going back to that relationship journey, that customer journey and how using your messaging in your marketing to build that relationship is really the core of being profitable with a book or with a product or service. Yeah. Uh, so good. good. Yeah. All right. So, you know, we could probably talk forever. And like, I love, I actually, I have to say like, you're one of the most fun people to talk about marketing because you just speak my language, <laughs> but, right? We don't, we don't work together, but you speak my language and like, I'm like, oh, I've literally been sitting here nodding and my, my neck will be sore because I'm like, yep, yep. But I'm trying not to say yes every two seconds, but I'm thinking, yes, yes. Anytime you said something. So is there any um, little piece of wisdom or nugget that you want to share with the people who are listening about marketing a book and we'll the authors so that, you know, you, those are your people. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say to anyone who already has sort of a business, um, a book is a great asset for your business. Now, a book is not necessarily going to make you a ton of money, but it gives you a lot more visibility. It gives you something to market with, right? So yeah. it begins that customer journey at a much, at a lower entry level, makes it easier for you to get visibility, even to get speaking gigs, to be really honest. So if you already have an existing business, a book is a really great asset to bring into your business, as you know. Yep. Sure everyone knows that. We talk about that all the time. Um, if you if you are not yet sure that whether you have a business and you do feel like you have a book in you, I would encourage you to just write the book pretty much as quickly as possible and start getting it out there because you're going to learn 
so much more about your messaging and your audience once the book is out there. So for, for both folks, it's really like, don't get hung up on, oh my gosh, is this book like good enough? Is it, do I have what it takes? You know, do I have enough time? Like all of those things, like writing a book is, is just like any other major project, right? It's 50,000 words, more or less. If you write on average about a thousand words an hour, it's a 50 hour project, right? So right. don't blow it out of proportion. It's, it's a book. And, and my book is certainly like nothing. It's not an epic book. It's I think 25,000 words. And yet when you search Amazon, how to write a book, my book is the first organic return. So like it has built my multiple six figure business because I didn't put a ton of pressure on, you know, writing the book is like, okay, this is a project. I'm going to spend three to six months in the writing phase. And then we're going to get this baby out. And then you get to have the fun, right? Then you get to do the marketing. Then you get to think about, okay, well, the book is how I'm going to bring people into my world. And then once they've read my book, they're going to be so much more interested in working more deeply with me. So the book is like this perfect tool for, um, for attracting those clients who are going to be your best fit. Cause I guarantee you if they can read 25 to 50,000 of your words and still like you, like they're going to work great with you. So, yes. um, you know, go ahead and get it out there, get it in front of people, get those responses. And you know, when it comes to marketing a book, marketing a book is just like marketing any other product, right? Um, it's, it's all about just really sharing the vision, sharing the messaging, sharing the why behind this book and why you wrote it <clears throat> and how you hope that this book will help people. They will gravitate toward it. They will read it. And once they finish reading it, they will want to work with you. And so it's going to do nothing but build your business and, and bring you those perfect clients. That's it. That's it. You nailed it. All right. So with that said, Morgan, what's happening in your biz and where can our listeners find you and learn more about working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to paperravenbooks.com. We actually just put out our brand new freebie called the Publishing Success Blueprint. And this is, this is literally a blueprint of everything I have learned about the independent publishing world in the last five years. I put it in a giant blueprint so that you can see whether you are writing, what you should be considering when you're writing the book, when you're editing and revising, all the things you should consider when you're editing and revising, when you're um, designing the book, like if you're going to do it yourself, get a cover designed and all that, what you should be thinking about. Uh, publishing, the actual publishing process, and launching and marketing. So it's this massive blueprint for anyone who's on that author journey and really everything that you need to be thinking about at all those major milestones. That's on our website, paperravenbooks.com. Awesome. And we will um, link all that up on the show notes for sure, including making sure people have that access to the blueprint. So where do you hang out? Where can we connect with you, Morgan? Yeah. So I mostly hang out on Facebook and Instagram and my handle is Morgan G Mac. So M-O-R-G-A-N-G-Mac, M-A-C. And if you're like thinking about books and marketing, just shoot me a message. I would love to connect, you know, person to person and just have a conversation and uh, yeah, see what you're thinking about and whether I can point you in the right direction for any resources. Because according to Morgan, everyone has a book in them. That's right. That's right. All right, Morgan, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to working more closely with you in the future. Again, we are just so aligned. It just fills me up to hear someone who's like, you are in the marketing sphere, but you're a publishing company who's deep in the marketing sphere. So it just really gets me excited to hear non-primary um, primar marketing people be so jazzed about marketing. So thank you. So much. thanks for being here. Thank you, Deb.
Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now, go market your biz better.